0: Public Radio. Reality Check Live with Carrie Harrison. Smells like fish. Tastes like chocolate. Reality Check Live.
1: And now, a tobacco industry health fact for today.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, eating a lot of fatty foods is actually good for your arteries. <laughs> yeah, if you're smoking a cigarette while doing it. <laughs>
1: If you believe that one, then you should stick around for another health fact for today from the tobacco industry. Next.
0: Preventing truth decay. Truth decay. Reality. Check.
2: Live. Star Trek legend Michelle Nichols looks back at Lieutenant Uhura, the woman's movement, and the Explosive Star Trek phenomenon. Plus, has Roseanne Barr's politics taken a 180? She tells us about an incident that can only explain it. And we look at the queer frontier, from movement to political reality. All straight ahead. Reality
0: Check Live.
1: We have taken over your radio. We are now in control. We can crank up your radio's volume. Or we can turn it down so low that you
0: can barely hear it. Then we can turn it back up. And mess around with the bass level, or we can crank up the trouble. We can blow out your left speaker. Oh my god! We can even make your radio sound like a broken CD. We are in total charge. We are in complete control. We are reality check
3: live.
2: I know I speak for millions when I say it is an absolute treat. To meet you, Nichelle Nichols, Lieutenant Uhura from Star Trek. Most of us grew up with you in our living room, one way or the other, whether it was live or in reruns. You helped us define the absolute clear difference between good and bad. There was always a moral essence to what you did and what your show did. And we're so thrilled to be able to talk to you today in this exclusive one-on-one. Thank
3: you. <laughs> There's nobody better than the fans of Star Trek, you know. They really know what they're talking about and what we're talking about to them, you know, what the show is about.
2: In the 1960s, um, we had the Voting Rights Act mm-hmm. just rolling out, Yeah, Gene Roddenberry, who People may not know, but this guy was not a washcloth. Mm. He was a World War II bomber pilot. Absolutely, and he was one of those cool guys who went back to see what happens when you do this bombing. Yeah, and had this enlightenment That's that, right. that peace is really the better choice. Yes, and made this obviously very radical choice. Mm-hmm. We're in the middle of the Cold War, you know, and he puts a communist. He puts an African American. He puts a. Uh, a Uh, Japanese guy, uh, uh, Hebrew, Mr. Spock. One of all of us. (laughs) That's right. One of all, in outer space, as officers. So not only were you a woman, a black woman, Mm -hmm. and an officer Mm -hmm. in 1965 Mm -hmm. in color. Yeah. Wow.
3: Yes, it was a wow. People, um, they came down and would stand outside if they couldn't get in. Just to wait till we came out to shake our hands and to tell us how wonderful our show was or how, how much they appreciated what we were doing, you know. Um, and a person specifically, they would tell you what you're up to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I agree. And uh, it was wonderful. Yeah. And
2: you are a pioneer really of much of the women's movement mm-hmm. um a voice for the african american mm-hmm. world mm-hmm. we're talking planet earth mm-hmm. of which we now have 7 billion humans mm-hmm. and you were very much the template for how we get to look at ourselves
3: absolutely absolutely and it was it was wonderful to be that person too you know to be chosen to to um Oh, live that life, you know, and to represent not only your own personal people, people like you, but people who aren't like you. And, And we had that kind of following. There wasn't a matter of black, white, yellow, brown, or green, you know, it was us, you, me, you, me, you, me, you know.
2: I understand that uh, Dr. Martin Luther King mm-hmm. would talk to you here and there because mm-hmm. it wasn't always very comfortable for you. I mean, mm-hmm. you were kind of alone mm-hmm. on TV. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like there were other people mm-hmm. in prime time mm-hmm. in living color mm-hmm. on, MS- on NBC. Mm-hmm. I'm saying MSNBC. You know what I watch. <laughs> um, and he came to you and I think probably coached you to stay the course, right?
3: Yep. As a matter of fact, you really got that because I was going to leave the show. He said to me, you can't. Don't you know who you are? What you mean to people? You can't go. When he got through us, I, I couldn't go. <laughs> Even though when you first start out on, on it, you, you think nobody's going to care. Everybody cares. Because you're representing them, you're talking to like we're talking to one another. You're talking uh, a person to person about something very important to the world. You know who we are and what we're doing, and it makes a difference.
2: Well, speaking of making a difference. Other than the fact that I'm starstruck, and I've talked to a lot of people, but...
4: I'm delighted. (laughs) Good.
2: (laughs) Carrie Harrison here with you. We're talking to Star Trek's Nichelle Nichols. Lieutenant Uhura, of course, became famous aboard the USS Enterprise in the Star Trek television series between 1966 and 1969, as well as succeeding Motion Pictures. Lieutenant Uhura Michelle Nichols here was groundbreaking because she was one of the first African American female characters on American television not to be portrayed as a servant. She also later worked to recruit diverse astronauts into NASA, including women and ethnic minorities. You had the first in human history mm-hmm. that we know of mm-hmm. interracial kiss yes. on television. Yes. Game changing.
3: Yes, yes, but so did my family, (laughs) (laughs) truly.
2: When you were handed the script, you may not have thought of it as an interracial kiss, but when it's on TV, I mean, it was clearly planned.
3: The first interracial kiss on television anywhere, (laughs) and I said, it is? Oh, that's interesting. And I didn't think of it as that,
4: wow,
3: you know, but people kept coming up to me and are relating in the conversation how incredible that was. And I'm going, it is, you know, and uh, but in my family, it just simply wasn't because uh, I come from a widely interracial family if you realize you're different <laughs> you know uh, it plays with your mind you know how dif- different from what I'm no different from anybody else I'm no different from, from me and then my family there's everybody in the world <laughs> you know black white yellow brown and red and and I'm not joking you know so it didn't seem strange to me in any way to be out in the world.
2: The White House today and the whole sort of interesting political structure we're like back in these basic struggles once again.
3: We'll be out of them before you know it because we don't put up with that. we don't we don't um, we don't live that life. And life has to move out of the way for everyone. And and uh, that's just the way it is. Like it or not, that's the way it is. Yeah, life is for everybody.
2: Your favorite Star Trek episode?
3: Anytime I get to get off the bridge. <laughs> They had me locked on that bridge. <laughs> uh, I had this really a, a responsible job. I never got off the damn bridge. <laughs> so I went and I told them, and I think there was an episode when 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 uh, they did something about my life off the bridge, you know, and I went. Oh, that was interesting, but I do that every day. Let me get back on the bridge. <laughs> I, I love the show, and I love being part of it.
2: You must experience many times, we all know you, but you don't know us. Like, know. we walk up to you I like, well, you. hey, let, you know. Let's. I know you.
3: I know you. I know every last one of you out there. <laughs> because... I'm, I'm, I'm part of you. You're part of me. I know. Live long and prosper.
2: Star Trek's Michelle Nichols, Lieutenant Uhura, joined us as she has yet another birthday in her 80s after celebrating more than a half century in the Star Trek franchise and raising multiple generations through her sweet spirit and gentle nature. Carrie Harrison with you. This is Reality Check Live.
0: Reality Check Live with Carrie Harrison. Next on Reality Check
2: Live, Roseanne Barr. That's correctly. right, we
4: did have sex, but that was way back in the Planet Hollywood days. <laughs> oh. You know, he had just lost a lot of weight, and you know, so our things hooked up on. Right.
0: <laughs> Reality Check Live. Late this year, the men of the Starship Enterprise will make their final voyage. Who will take their place? <laughs> The wives of Star Trek
5: Mrs. Scott We need more Chablis On the bridge If we're going to make That blue light special On k Before it ends I cannot do it Mrs. Captain We need more Waterford Crystal Well Then wash some more My nails will not Stand the strain Mrs. Spock Quickly Analysis I'm sorry Mrs. Captain I'm experiencing A mood swing Mrs. Bones You're needed on the bridge
4: Mrs. Spock Is under attack By her Um You know Damn
5: it Mrs. Jim You just made My souffle fall I'm a
6: homemaker, not a gynecologist. Should I give her a back rub, Mrs. Captain?
5: Keep your hands to yourself, Mr. O'Hora, uh-huh, but report to my quarters in 15 minutes.
6: All right, <clears> then.
5: <throat> Miss Sulu, chart a course for Frozen Gladgett 3.
0: The wives of Star Trek, coming to a theater near you. Beam
5: up the Avon representative, Mrs. Scuddy, moisturize.
0: News Reality Check Recap.
5: For Reality Check Live, I'm Mercy Malik. A recently discovered Nazi super submarine that sank off the coast of Denmark more than 70 years ago may have been an escape sub for Nazis fleeing to South America. Live Science reports that the sub is a type XX1 U-boat which held 58 men, all of whom died when it sank in 1945 during British bombings. Although the war ended before the Germans could launch an actual fleet, the design's water and battery systems could keep it running underwater longer than any other submarines at the time. The uncovered sub, moored at Denmark's Sea War Museum, is the most advanced German submarine known to have been built during World War II. Where the sub was heading remains unknown, though several have speculated that Norway was a likely destination. Multiple theories suggest that this super sub may have been the only one ever launched, as the only other example of an XX1 currently sits in a museum dry dock in Berlin. And now for your political minute. Coverage of the Me Too movement may have diminished since its height in the fall of 2017, but reports of sexual harassment have not. Coachella, one of the world's largest music festivals, which takes place in the California desert once a year, is reportedly not immune to sexual assaults, in fact, quite the contrary. In an article published by Teen Vogue and widely shared via social media, journalist Vera Papasova reported being groped 22 times in a 10-hour period spent at the festival site. Papa Sova says she talked to 54 different women who all said they had been sexually assaulted during the first weekend of the festival alone. Sexual assault at music festivals is a worldwide phenomenon, prompting organizers from California's Lightning in a Bottle to Sweden's Bravalla Festival to take measures ranging from on-site medical and counseling teams for victims to wristbands bearing the slogan, Don't Grope. For Reality Check Live, I'm Mercy Malik.
0: Recap Reality Check.
2: Live. Carrie Harrison here with you. This is Reality Check Live. When I left network radio and came over to public radio, I started with Roseanne Barr. It just turns out she was on the air but relocating to Hawaii, so we did it together for quite a while. And back then, our politics were pretty much in alignment. Pretty basic, uh, open-minded, best way to look at it. Open-minded, what's really true, the best that we can get at it. And with the reboot of her new show, it looks like a 180 to a whole lot of people. I can't explain what this all is. But what I can do is provide to you a discussion which may offer some insight.
4: I sold my soul to the devil when I was 12 so that I could become famous in show business without having to lose any weight. And um, so, of course, it happened. And years later, you know, I forgot all about it. And then when I sang the Star-Spangled Banner, I realized that's when the devil was coming back from the soul. So I had to meet with him. I invited him over wow. to Spago. And we had dinner there, and I asked for a refinance job on, you know, the whole soul thing. Nice. And me and him got into a really deep philosophical uh Discussion about the '90s and the stock market, and um, it has a real happy ending. And I, I just, I just want like say, a massage.
2: Yeah, a happy ending. Now I recall um, when you announced your presidency, yes. your, your your run, your your twofer. Yeah, my twofer a, as Prime Minister of Israel. Uh-huh. At the same time, I remember you had mentioned that you had spent a night with Rush Limbaugh. Do I remember that? That's correctly? right. We
4: did have sex, but that was way back in the Planet Hollywood days. <laughs> oh, you know, he had just lost a lot of weight and. You know, so our things hooked up all right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, afterwards I just I, I thought I knew I right think away. Jeff threw up
6: in
2: there.
4: No, <laughs> the I knew right away. <laughs> I knew right away that I, I had made a mistake. And I, you know, I just couldn't continue with it. So I, just, I understand. I, I, had, I had to maybe hurt him a little, but, you know, sometimes <laughs> you have to do that. Be like, I'm sorry. You know, sure, we had our great night. <laughs> Which wasn't so great. But, um, you know, sometimes it's just two ships in the night and it only lasts one night. So. Right.
2: One hits an iceberg See, and wouldn't you know it wasn't a good yet. fit. Yeah.
4: <laughs> he borrowed his friend's Viagra and went down to the Dominican Republic uh, with it to get the, uh, you know, yeah, minimum he, wage prostitutes down there. And uh, I, I guess yeah. that's kind of how he comforted himself. Yeah.
2: <laughs> For a long time, mm-hmm. Harrison, with you, we're talking to Roseanne Barr about just the meaning of life, generally, from a perspective of somebody who's been in the middle of humanity for so many years, articulating it uh, in the course of fiction through allegory, through uh, metaphor. Uh, Probably like the big
4: satire. That's the what I'm kind of into now. Yeah, the I big love S. It. In fact, speaking of Mark Twain, did you see his book? Did you see that book that he wanted published a hundred years came after he out. died? Yeah, I got it. It's so genius. He's so right on about the place and time we're living in right now. Mm. I mean, the guy saw it a hundred years out. Everybody should pick that up. You should offer that in the in your. Uh,
2: in our pledge, Ron? Yeah. You know, uh-huh. That's a great it? idea. It's it like
4: this thick and there's two volumes. Oh.
2: Well, he was too. Without him, people wouldn't have understood about the Spanish-American War. Yeah. I mean, things that were popular and told that we had to do it or else, that he was of the lone voice.
4: Yeah, he yeah. certainly was. He's everything that every comic like secretly wants and hopes to be. Mm. The guy was hilarious and uh, what a social critic and I mean, all of us kind of have our little Mark Twain <laughs> thing that we, we want to hook up and be like that.
1: This is Reality checked Live in HD.
3: They're hot, sweaty, and when they swing, they love to get loud. They're women tennis players, and you can listen in live at 1-900-HOT-GRUNTS. Whether you're into singles or doubles... You can be their special ball boy at 1-900-HOT-GRUNTS. Call now and work on your forehand while these hard-court hard bodies serve up the hottest grunts. Is it out or is it in? One phone number is all you need. 1-900-HOT-GRUNTS. Ooh, that was right on the sweet spot.
0: Man PR, this is all things inconsiderate. Reality Check Live. Reality Check Live with Kerry Harrison.
2: Kerry Harrison here with you, and we have something special for you. Because we're a nonprofit, we want to make available to everybody. A chance to have your own website, your own URL, web domain, your .com or .org as we have it, at an affordable price. That's right. So if you'd like to have a website, if you'd like to have a .org or a .com or a .whatever is in your imagination, you can go to biglybird.com. Bigly, get it? (laughs) Biglybird.com. That's part of Reality Check Live. And by going there, you'll be supporting, even in a tiny little way, the cost of us putting this show together and keeping it going for you and getting on many of our A-talent guests. Happy to do it for you. We care about you. So don't just hate the media, become the media. GetYourOwn.com, get your own website, communicate, and help others. BiglyBird.com, that's BiglyBird.com. Terry Harrison here with you. This is Reality Check Live. I want to introduce to you our news director, Mercy Malik. And Mercy and I have been together on public radio in the past. and It's been a while since we've had our reunion. And uh, it has been a while, hasn't it? It's very
5: exciting. It hasn't happened in several years. It has
2: been a couple of years. Today may not be the actual 420 day. This is the big first national, international day of marijuana, of pot. And it is being celebrated worldwide and especially in California and Colorado where it is completely legal. But boy, it's causing some controversies.
5: It definitely is. So I just want to say for frame of reference, Carrie, I consider myself one of the best chosen advocates for marijuana legality because I personally cannot stand pot. Work does not work with my physiology at all. None of the happy, mellow, laughing thing, just angry, suspicious and stealing people's food. So really, there's no upside to that. Because of this, when I say it is incredibly important, in fact, Of paramount importance that any individual be allowed to put into their own body exactly what they choose. I'm not speaking from a point of personal benefit. It benefits me personally, not one single bit. But you know what? I don't like tomatoes either, and I don't think those should be illegal.
2: I don't like okra, and I do think it should be illegal. More for me. (laughs) And more for you. (laughs) Well, it's very interesting. 200 million Americans are legally allowed to consume cannabis in whatever form, if it's the sativa or the indigo or whatever. I mean, it's basically called wonka weed now because you have quite a wide spectrum of chocolate delights. A
5: plethora. A I plethora. I mean.
2: And the Trump administration has actually said they're going to withhold harsher penalties because they realize after Jeff Sessions and others com- uh, repeatedly talk about states' rights, states' rights, states' rights, mm-hmm. and if it's legal in the state, you can't suddenly do, well, the federal government is going to rule everything because I believe that's what we've heard was has been the problem all along. So they're actually going to see what the states will do as long as it's in alignment with federal guidelines.
5: It's very difficult to say states' rights repeatedly, but – just not for <laughs> marijuana because that really is the largest problem facing America today yeah. marijuana
2: well and we Mildred can. sitting there 88 years old in her double wide puffing on a joint with a can of Budweiser in one hand and a handful of rum built rum filled bonbons in the other <laughs> God knows how many ISIS videos she's likely to watch
5: especially if she's high on pot yes, I mean yes. that definitely will increase the likelihood we're guys gonna play, were facetious
2: we're going to play in just a couple of minutes an interview we did with Tommy Chong you'll also see the video of Cheech and Chong fame and he says we don't know it's anecdotal and I didn't check but he cured his testicular cancer by rubbing cannabis oil on his on yes. his naughty bits <laughs> for a number of months and he uh, he he uh, cites that he is completely cured of this. And his physicians actually support that 100% that he is cancer free. So we're going to hear it from his own words. uh, And all of this just in alignment with a state that has gotten together democratically. The people voted for this. It wasn't granted by the king or the governor, Democrat or Republican. The people got together and decided it was in their own best interest. And I think we all can support democracy in whatever way it turns out.
5: It's really interesting too, Carrie, because you hear so often people saying, oh, my vote doesn't matter. I'm just one person and I, voting is stupid. When people feel motivated and really get behind an issue, that's what changes things. So it's a good example,
2: yes, and it mm. prevents truth decay because it is not a communist country yet, so let's keep voting and uh By the way, the day this was recorded also is the international walkout day where the students have walked out of their schools everywhere in order to protest gun violence and uh, uh some what appears to be even growing n r a uh Fundraising, let's say, to to continue the ability to take machine guns into schools, whether it's the teachers carrying them or the children, it doesn't really matter mm-hmm. anymore. And what's interesting is, guess what's happening when these kids are walking out? They're
5: what's getting happening?
2: registered to vote.
5: Fantastic! That's
2: what's actually happening. So the walkout is not some we're going to cut class. They're walking out to be registered to vote. We're also going to play a clip right now, and this comes from Trump's new TV channel, which is uh, called. Uh, One America News mm. which I News Network which mm. I have on DirecTV and they're citing that the reason the kids are walking out is because of women your people Mercy <laughs> women are behind destroying children I I, I like to learn about women. that The you nurturers you and they the create ones that, the
5: children and then destroy them and then you destroy apparently. them yeah.
2: so we're going to hear from the horse's mouth and, and this is not to say anybody is anti-Trump here it's just kind of a, a shocking moment to hear that officially said that women the ones that that crave often uh, to have the children and nurture them and suckle them on their breasts and and raise them and love them are also the ones destroying them and sending them into the jaws of death
0: reality check live the 420 report oh, yeah.
2: Tommy Chong, actor, writer, director, activist, musician, well-known for his marijuana-themed Cheech and Chong comedy movies, uh, with Cheech Marin, as well as playing the character Leo on Fox's That 70s Show. Turns out Tommy Chong has successfully treated his prostate cancer using hemp oil, that being the base oil from the common marijuana or hemp
6: plant. My dad, when whenever the kids were sick, he'd, he'd go Chinese on us, and he'd go to the herbalist, and the herbalist would give this nasty-tasting tea, and we, he would feed that to us kids and. And I, I was very healthy, you know, the, my whole life because of that Chinese medicine. And
2: but, also, it's interesting um, that uh, many of these herbs are—I mean, we know absolutely—they're prophylactic in that they prevent people from um, being able to get disease. Um, I mean, there's thousands of years of medicine
6: there. Yeah, and they've been—they've been. See, they—they they had a great system. The Chinese had a great system. What the emperors did—they paid the doctors to keep them healthy. But if they got unhealthy and they died, they would kill the doctors. It seems reasonable. Yeah. So, so, uh, so the doctors had an incentive to keep these guys healthy versus a disincentive. Yeah, and so what they did, they discovered acupuncture. Uh-huh. And the reason they discovered acupuncture was they would study the. Back in the day, they they fought wars with bows and arrows, and you know swords and that. And they found out that some people that would get wounded in one area with an arrow, yeah. it would help another area. Like it would, you know, the points. So they. Started studying the human body uh, with with the you know with the points with the arrow thing. Then they refined it down to little needles, and then they found the the circuit, the electrical circuit in the body. And then when they discovered Tai Chi was the same way, the way they discovered Tai Chi was they they found out that the key to health was would be circulation like they they watched nature and they would see that if a pond of water wasn't flowing it would become stagnant and and full of disease and so they they realized that the human body's 90% water and so they found a way to keep the, the circulation flowing sure. and the way they did that, they studied animals Yeah, and they studied the way cats moved and the way the birds would ruffle their feathers and, and so all the Tai Chi movements, in fact they're named like the tiger claw and the, mm-hmm. and the, and the crane and all that stuff so the Chinese, yeah I, I'm very into Chinese well
2: you know it's very interesting um, you talk about acupuncture they're now using acupuncture to replace Botox sure because it interrupts the synaptic connections the electrical connections between the muscles much instead of putting you know botulism toxoid in there which then leaks into the brain barrier and you wonder why you're an idiot for the rest of your natural life instead you just pop in the little thin knitting needle there interrupt the circuitry the muscle relaxes and then your 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 oh. your uh, wrinkles vanish it's a miracle and uh, we'll talk about more about that. Probably not here, but just so you know, in case you're pining for a little Botox with knitting needles. Carrie Harrison with you. We are talking to Cheech and Chong's Tommy Chong. But let's talk a little about prison, one of your favorite topics. Um, And Tommy, here you were and your son Paris is sitting here and you guys made freely available, not Marijuana, but simply water pipes, things of this nature. Glass, glass pipes. Glass pipes. And uh, the state of Pennsylvania, uh, well, they, they weren't
6: pleased. Well, that's the home of the DEA. Yeah. So they set up a sting operation, and they tried to get us to send uh, a shipment of bongs to Beaver Falls, which is really the... Um, where the DEA originated yeah. from and uh, we wouldn't do it so they finally puts uh, an undercover agent this is my uh, theory, they put an undercover agent in, in the factory and the agent sent the bongs to themselves, and which violated some uh, obscure law, uh, paraphernalia law, saying that you could not ship uh, uh, paraphernalia through the mails. It sounds also like entrapment. It was it was totally entrapment. And but since we got rid of the Fourth Amendment, it's so much more convenient. Isn't oh yeah, it? well you know it's not entrapment. It's uh, the Feds. You know, I mean to them it's just like a botched attempt. You know, and so they uh, they charged me. They first of all they raided the house. Uh, five in the morning, and and took all my computers, and took uh, all the bongs they could find, and uh, eventually charged me, uh, or wanted me to plead guilty to one count of uh, uh, shipping a, a bong across the state line, which I did, and then they sentenced me to nine months in jail, which I also did.
0: Reality check live the four twenty report. Listen, while it's still legal, realitychecklive.org. News. Reality.
5: For Reality Check Live, I'm Mercy Malik, and this is your World Minute. Regulations to prevent animal cruelty in China have historically lagged behind those in Europe and the United States, but recent trends suggest a burgeoning concern for animal welfare and treatment amongst Chinese citizens. CNN reports that an intendedly humorous image posted online by one of China's largest newspapers, featuring the strung up carcass of a killed rat, instead evoked disgust and outrage from over six 6,000 responding Chinese social media users. A 2014 study conducted by researchers at Nanjing Agricultural University reported that more than half of participants expressed a desire for stronger laws to protect animal welfare. The annual Yulin dog meat festival remains heavily criticized, however, as well as the consumption of shark fin soup, which many identify as contributing to the alarmingly rapid decline in shark populations. Animal activists also raised their voices against a recent incident at a Chinese zoo where a kangaroo was killed by rocks thrown by zoo visitors. After public outcry, the zoo promised to install security cameras to protect its animals. And finally, your surprise minute. Museum curators in Buffalo, New York, got a big surprise when they recently discovered that an item labeled as a fake was actually an incredibly rare real McCoy. The Associated Press reports that Buffalo Museum of Science staff believed they were in possession of a model of an elephant bird egg, but that model turned out to be one of less than 40 publicly held genuine eggs from the long-extinct, flightless bird. The elephant bird, no relation to Dumbo, stood on average 10 feet tall and sometimes weighed as much as a staggering 1,100 pounds. The bird's eggs were the largest of any vertebrate in history, including any dinosaurs. The Buffalo Museum's egg, now known to be genuine, stands a full foot tall and weighs over three pounds. The Buffalo Museum of Science plans to imminently display the priceless fine to the public now that they know what it is surprise for reality check live i'm mercy malik
6: recap
0: reality
3: check
6: live tell them just how you feel with a just how i feel collection from hallmark cards
3: to my son sometimes mommy has a hard
0: time telling you how much she loves you because she doesn't you've ruined my life and i hate you
6: hate you hate you sincerely mom hallmark when you care enough to send the very
2: best and when you don't. Reality Check Live with Carrie Harrison. Hey, everybody. Carrie Harrison here. Reality Check Live is a nonprofit and, as such, can provide affordable access to some of the daily things we all need, like internet websites, dot coms, or a dot org if you're a nonprofit like us, too. Get a dot com or a dot anything or spruce up a new or old website. For more information, go to BiglyBird.com. Bigly, get it? <laughs> That's more information at BiglyBird.com. We're back and now the show is on. During the break, we all hit the john.
0: We feel much better.
2: Carrie Harrison here with you. This is Reality Check Live, realitychecklive.org. And, of course, all social media at RealityCheckLV, which stands for live at RealityCheckLV. Sitting with Mercy Malik, and uh, we're taking a peek at democracy because we've got... Well, this alleged blue wave, going to happen, it's not going to happen, and really it can only happen if it's a wave, not a trickle or a droplet, which means people have to go vote. What we saw recently with the – just in the past number of uh, weeks, in fact, when the Parkland kids showed up, Mm -hmm. we saw by the hundreds of thousands, and then we had the recent walkout of school. Where they left and it wasn't because well they're you know, they're playing hooky. No, when they walked out they were getting registered to vote. Right, Which means if they actually show up and do that voting, it's going to work. Now, let's understand what does voting mean when you do it in big droves. We saw in Alabama the, our favorite Judge Roy Moore, pedophile in chief, banned <laughs> from the local shopping malls because he liked to do the little gropy task and well beyond what we'll never even know. Uh, he was a guy famously in the late 1990s when I was just doing early reporting. He was rece- He was being filleted. Under the judge's bench
5: that detail escaped me and it makes his uh failed attempt that the all the sweeter
2: while the ten commandments were delightfully and voluptly hanging over his head As opposed to a noose, which became a noose because 97 percent of African-American women showed up in Alabama and he went away. This goes to show that despite the gerrymandering, despite all of this stuff, if you show up in sufficient numbers, it will work.
5: Carrie, I want to go back to the underdesk fellation for a yes, second. Yes, yes. Was of that widely known publicly but not in the media? Or how was that kept out of the media? Or was it in the media and still
2: no one cared? He was a Yankee up in Alabama, north of us. Wow. And I was fascinated with this guy. He was not particularly uh, uh, controversial, but I was appalled, as were. <laughs>
5: underdesk fellation. not controversial for (laughs) other
2: people that weren't in pickup trucks with rebel flags and shotguns in the back window that somebody was hanging the 10 commandments Mm. in a courtroom that's we the people the 10 commandments separation of church and you know and it's not just maybe you're jewish maybe you're buddhist maybe you're nothing and you know the founding daddies were deists not christians Mm. deists and the only the the only example of any religiosity whatsoever is in the rotunda and it's right up on the ceiling in a circle and it it looks more like quakerism sort of this inner light that's it ain't no jesus ain't no god this doesn't i'm not making a declarative religious statement i'm saying the founding daddies cuz remember king george was the head of the church and we were saying bye-bye to the king so you have to say goodbye to the head of the church and and you know and then you're at the self-serve pump after that.
5: Well, and in theory, if you believe in the constitution, it doesn't matter if someone was is in agreement with your particular religion or not yeah. because if you are the one who's on top today, you might be the one who's on bottom the next day. And we're not
2: saying anything against bottoms.
5: We're not – in no way, in I no way am I intending like to denigrate yes. that uh, – any sort of position yes. that you might choose to yes. take – doggy, in, missionary. In any number of different situations. Uh, the, but the point being, if you believe in the Constitution, the you believe <laughs> in separation of church and state. Yes. Many things should be together, church and state. <laughs> we believe should be separate in America. So when you say, oh, separation of church and state except for I'm going to hang the Ten Commandments in my mm-hmm. room. Uh, you've, you've violated it irreparably. It just can't happen.
2: Harrison with you. This is Reality Check Live, realitychecklive.org, check uh, social media at realitychecklv. We're talking a little bit about voting and, and we're going to actually get to the point, although we have very much enjoyed the lead up, the <laughs> foreplay up to the plot of the play here, and that is that people feel so disenfranchised and they should. Gerrymandering yeah. is real. Um, the Bernie voters here in Los Angeles where mm-hmm. we're based we – we saw in the state of California during the primaries, it was Hillary versus Bernie, and then you had uh, Trump on the other side. And we saw Bernie voters, just specifically as a numerical proposition, which is what we're discussing. We're not saying one's better than the other, but tens of thousands of Bernie voters were purged off the rolls by apparently the DNC at the time.
5: Including?
2: Including me! My entire entire street vanished off the voting map. Yes, it's true.
5: Fascinating. So at this point, um, I should say full disclosure, I began as a volunteer for the Sanders campaign and then became an employee after that. Uh, But my experience of the primary day in California in 2016 was being awoken abruptly by my phone completely going off and I start answering and it's person after person that I knew from within the campaign, people who were well-educated, who know how to fill out a voter registration form, such as yourself, I saying do. they won't let me vote. They won't let me vote. My name's not on the roll. The names are on the roll. It was astonishing. This wasn't a couple of people. It wasn't a little smattering of people. It was most of the people that I had been working with at at fairly high levels. So all day long, I never left my house care except when I myself went to vote I'm there in my pajamas, just phone, 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 telling people go down to Norwalk. They must Norwalk give you, is a yeah, city
2: outside of Los Angeles. Quite
5: a drive, not, not a lunchtime trip, right? But if you drove to Norwalk, they were required to give you an actual physical ballot. If you were at your regular polling place, all they would give you is provisional. And as we know, provisionals
2: Yeah, they were invented don't. during the Bush administration, provisional ballots, because uh, apparently a, a couple of hundred thousand people of color had been purged off the voting rolls. Strangely. So Strangely. the Bush administration, uh, through the famous John Ashcroft, one of my superheroes, came up with a provisional ballot, which is you could walk in, you could say, oh, look at that. I've been purged off the voting rolls. Oh, we're so sorry, Mr. Smith. Here's a make-believe provisional ballot. And under the Bush administration, they don't actually need to be counted. (gasps) They don't actually need by law to be counted. So never, may I underscore that, never get a provisional ballot. So let's talk about the solution here, Mercy. Overwhelming numbers. All these kids that were registered that walked out of their classrooms uh, to boycott the NRA, to boycott simply being shot while sharpening their pencils and Mm -hmm. doing art class, uh, walked out and were registered to vote. How do we get them to actually remember that there was a reason they were registered and to show up?
5: I think that consistent activism is a really important thing and and this might be controversial what I'm about to say. But um, there's, there's been a sort of movement, at least on social media in recent years, saying um, denigrating certain topics that people become active in as not important enough or, oh, you're interested in uh, save the silkworm. You should be interested in uh, clean water internationally. Clean water internationally is vital. But doorway activism is a real thing and mm-hmm. I think it's the tiny step that keeps people aware, that keeps them educating themselves that prevents them from just throwing up their hands and being like, I can't create clean water anywhere. I'm just going to play video games and whatever. Nothing wrong with playing video games. I'm saying in exclusion of being aware, being active, it is vital that we don't attack people for something that they feel passionately about even if we feel that it's oh it's small issue etc because being an engaged citizen is what leads to being an engaged citizen which leads to voting which leads to making sure that your community counts your vote has vote paper ballots that are actually counted has polling places that are open that don't require standing in line for eight nine hours has happened all over the united states in the last presidential election i don't feel passionately at all about this Kerry.
2: I know, tell? I know that. I know that. And so that's why I'm glad we Whew. talked about it because your you know, foam is coming out of your ears and mouth. Just You're in a coma, a comatose with, state. Yes. And, and this is good. And as we close this segment, it's important to remember that when in doubt, head out, that voting actually works um, if you do it in sufficient numbers. Right. So your job is to get together with your neighbors and everyone else and just – Show up and do it because guess what? It scares the hell out of the bad people because they don't want you to vote and they've made it almost impossible mm-hmm. bringing back Jim Crow laws. Uh, there are sheriffs in the South that, when you show up on the polls on Tuesday, tell you, oh, it's next Tuesday.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: And they are by law allowed to say, oh, I made a mistake. I looked at the wrong day on the calendar. That part's not illegal. So we know all the tricks, but what they don't know is there are now millions and millions of kids from 18 to 25 who are going to show up. And that's the good news, and we're here just to vote yes. Vote yes on that behavior. Harrison with you. Mercy Malik here with you. This is Reality Check Live. More straight ahead. Preventing truth decay. Truth decay. Reality Check Live. Hello,
0: just like the old days in 1932 when I was only 50 years old. Yep, old-timey radio with a modern twist. Complete with retired union foley operators and authentic vacuum tube audio processors. Gather around the wireless, plop your ass onto the Davenport, light up a Chesterfield, grab your loved one. Not there. It's time for Uncle Harry's big news story time. In today's live reenactment, we tackle a current news issue and retell it the way it probably happened or more perversely, could have happened. This week it's
1: Harry. Are you ready? Reverse engineering the news. Carrie Harrison, it's your reality bite. Well, it's not just Indiana.
2: California's Attorney General has now stepped in to quash one of those statewide ballot initiatives that allows anyone to propose a law with just 200 bucks and enough lunatics to sign a petition. The new Sodomite Suppression Act would allow Californians to assassinate random gays under a special death penalty provision. And just think, a mere accusation could be terminal, especially for any closeted golfing buddies at California's many country
1: clubs. You know, we should donate even more money. The Sodomite Suppression Act is going to clean up this county. Cheers. Hi, welcome to the club. I'm Bruce. I'll be your server today. Chad, would you like to order first? Yes, certainly. We have salmon, salted sea snails, and a salad niçoise. Jesus, I think someone just hit a high C. Good. Oh, I have to take a whiff. Would you like to join me in the men's room? Why, certainly. Grab yeah. your martini. Ah, uh, here we are. I'll this zipper. Oh, hold your drink. Oh, let me get Hold you. my drink. I will. I'll help you pull that out. Oh. There we go. Oh. All right, now you can just tinkle away, dear boy.
0: <sighs>
6: Hello?
1: Sirs? Yes, yes? Your entrees are ready. We'll be right out. I'm coming in.
0: <gasps> oh, my goodness. Your naughty parts are in
1: his hand. Well, that doesn't mean a damn thing.
0: Good heavens! Sodomites! Sodomites! Goodness! I have to get out my Smith & Wesson... <laughs> uh! Uh, oh! Clean up in the bedroom, room!
2: Sodomites! And of course these lawmakers had to find a way to work in the Second Amendment...
1: To fight sodomy. Carrie Harrison. And there's your reality bite. Listen, well, it's still legal. Reality Check Live.
2: Hey everybody, Carrie Harrison here. Reality Check Live is a nonprofit, and as such, can provide affordable access to some of the daily things we all need. Like internet websites, dot coms, or a dot org if you're a nonprofit like us, too. Get a dot com or a dot anything or spruce up a new or old website. For more information, go to BiglyBird.com. Bigly, get it? <laughs> That's more information at BiglyBird.com. ManPR, this is all things inconsiderate.
0: Yeah. Reality check.
2: Live. Hey, everybody. Carrie Harrison here. Reality Check Live is a nonprofit and as such can provide affordable access to some of the daily things we all need, like internet websites, dot coms, or a dot org if you're a nonprofit like us, too. Get a dot com or a dot anything or spruce up a new or old website. For more information, go to BiglyBird.com. Bigly, get it? <laughs> That's more information at BiglyBird.com. Dot com. Reality Check Live. Reality
0: Check Live.
5: Reality Check Live.
0: Reality Check Live. Reality Check Live. Dot org.
1: Rare coins. You collect them. You keep track of their worth. Now there's a coin that keeps track of you. The Franklin Mint and the NSA is proud to introduce the collectible Canadian coin. What makes it so collectible? Just carry it with you at all times and never spend it. Made from 90% silver and 10% transmitter. These beautiful works of numismatic art will give your family years of joy and the NSA endless valuable information. The front of the coin features a flashing red light that you should ignore, while the back boasts a fine pinhole that you should speak directly into when discussing personal matters We may find of interest The initial striking has been limited to one per person And each coin comes with a certificate of authenticity Simply return it with your name, signature and a sample of your DNA Which will already be embedded from the oil on your fingerprint The collectible Canadian coin from the NS Franklin Mint Act now because it's only a matter of time until Democrats remove this offer and the coin self destruct.
0: RealityCheckLive.org